This is Human Affairs, episode 12, the World Cup, half full or half empty. In 1978, I was almost 11 years old, living in my hometown of uh, Buenos Aires, a middle-class boy, and joined for the first time a very small color TV set that was ready to watch that incredible global party, the 11th edition, actually, I was almost 11, and this was the 11th edition of the FIFA World Cup, the World Cup of football, a sport that is actually played by 11 players against another 11 players, so it's 11 all, all around, but, and it's interesting, you know, because the number 11 is the two sides of one that actually doesn't come to anything else but 11, and, you know, we are going to get back to the one-to-one, match-to-match, team-to-team, but... In 1978, when I was watching the World Cup uh, that actually Argentina won, and it was a big celebration for the nation and for the country, and there was something small that in my naivety, the naivety of an 11-year-old growing up in the beginning of the military dictatorship in Argentina, didn't know, and that was that actually that was... Uh, a cup organized in Argentina but an organization, FIFA, that was actually helping the Argentina dictatorship get validation in a world that was questioning the, uh, the what was happening in the country and I had no idea about that. Now, when I look at the World Cup and I look at FIFA, you know, it's, let me tell you, I've been traveling around in the last few weeks uh, while the uh, World Cup was happening. I love football. I'm not. I watch football when I have some time. But the World Cup is one thing I would say I will make the time to watch as many matches as I can, which I could in the last few weeks as I've been busy traveling around and also in Jerusalem welcoming, you know, it's been one of the most global times of the year for me too because I've been organizing events with people that, you know, representing almost 30 nationalities from around the world, uh, two different groups, and it's been an, an incredible time of getting together with people that want to do good and uh, bring healing to the world through the work I do with uh, uh, Adas International and, uh, and the Adas Hospitals in Jerusalem. So, and that, that was something that kept me busy. Uh, and that's the reason, for those who were wondering where is the next episode of Human Affairs, that's the reason I've been very busy and didn't have the time to breathe for a second and get my voice out to my dear friends around the world. Um, but one, one of the things that, uh, uh, that I was uh, uh, thinking as I was looking at, uh, at the World Cup, and actually I have notes for this episode that I took before the World Cup started and, uh, and before I actually spent some time in Argentina on, on business meetings, but it happened to be when some of the matches uh, happened there. And, and an experience, again, you know, the big party that this, this World Cup represents. Uh, you know, there are two sides to the story. And, you know, the question of it's the World Cup, the FIFA World Cup, football World Cup, is uh, it's half full or half empty. It's, it's really a matter of what we are looking at, you know. Obviously, you know, it's a big party. And, you know, everybody enjoys having a party. Uh, some people don't, but most people would love to have a party. And the last thing you want to do is to start... You know, say no. Why are we partying on something that is so terrible? And FIFA is a terrible organization. It's been corrupted, and this. But at the end of the day, 
you know, the party must go on. And you know, people want to see the party. And But this is about the people. This is about the fans. This is about how people enjoy watching a, a match where, you know, maybe was, there are some exceptions, but mostly uh, when at the end of a match that looks like, you know, uh, players are going to kill each other but at the end of the match you see how they hug each other and even the one that loses and goes home and the one that continues celebrates but together you know they respect each other and and I know there is, there is always a, this, this kind of powerful message and of course uh, we have players we love and and teams that we like to see and you know it's like something that everybody's watching you know uh, billions maybe of people are watching at the same time around the world something that unites people but there is the other side of this story which is really about you know i was thinking now from a, from an adult perspective at at my experience in 1978 and how i was i don't want to call it a victim but i was one of those millions of argentinians who were, were brainwashed by the uh, by the dictatorship that uh, was saying and was putting signs all around town before 1978 and after 1978 that uh, silence is health, el silencio es salud. And uh, actually, there was an exception because if there was a World Cup, we should shout Argentina, Argentina and celebrate. And, and by doing that, trying to put under the carpet all the dirt of, of the dirty world that they were uh, uh, running against civilians and against political uh, party members that and disappearing 30,000 people uh, and uh, which which in, in a horrible uh, repressive regime that uh, went from my adolescence and the lives of so many people uh, were affected by that and but then you know I thought you know but is there a pattern on that there wasn't an exception and, and when I look at the beginning of the World Cup this year at, uh, at, at, at many of the issues about Qatar being a country that again wants to get uh, visibility as a country in the international scene and you know the 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 the, the repressive uh, uh, attitude that they, they represent as a regime but at the same time and at the same time no but and at the same time uh, all all the issues related to uh, 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 forbidding the use of uh, of certain rainbow signs that that represents you know uh, uh, lgtb rights and uh, and and all the restrictions uh, that that were imposed there, uh, I, I there is something you know that that starts representing a pattern, representing a pattern of organization that did also the the World Cup uh, uh, in 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 Russia uh, also in 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 order to to uh, to clean the face of another uh, repressive regime that you know at the end of the day. When you when you give legitimacy by saying you know this is a great country a great place to run a World Cup then we have what we have and you have a Russia that is now trying to destroy half of the world at least and you have uh, uh, countries that uh, uh, keep uh, disseminating the values uh, of uh, destruction of uh, lack of freedom of repression and I think that uh, when I look at, at at the World Cup you know. It makes me think about this parallel universe. You know, on the one side, we have the party. On the other side, we have everything behind, all the politics. And should, do, should we then cancel the party? I don't think so. I think that what we need to look is in the level of, uh, of, of people of influence. I think that we have to be much more assertive. And, uh, and, and everybody in the business world and the, in the non-profit world and the political world that has influence should really begin taking a stand with these organizations that show they have a pattern in 
giving legitimacy to repressive regimes by using sport as a tool. Sport unites is a wonderful slogan, but if sport unites in order to uh, uh, give uh, uh, a seal of uh, validity, of validation to uh, societies that spread the wrong values in the world, the ones that are bringing what I call the forces of darkness today to a big scene in the world, I think that you know there is something that we need to look at very differently. For the party goers that are celebrating our world, let's keep partying, you know, it's a great party. And uh, behind all the interest uh, aside, you know, we, we have to make sure that uh, that what's come uh, uh, after this uh, the, in, in sport, uh, international games, doesn't uh, do any damage like the ones we see. And you know, at, at the end of the day, when we look at, the, at, at this, uh, this metaphor, is the cup, any cup, you know, half full or half empty? I think, I think that again, it's a matter of perception. It's a matter of different perceptions that, uh, that different people have. But I think, you know, the question that I ask myself, you know, is the human affairs, which, you know, the, 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 the human action uh, uh, premise and, and a drive that I try to bring through this podcast is that it's not so much for me about uh, if how is the cup, if it's half full or half empty, but about how we can fill that cup ourselves, what how we see that and how we can fill and what we will will we fill will we fill that cup with? What will be the content that we'll put in that cup? And I think that you know it's not about the World Cup now, but it's about the world we are living and in the world we are living, you know. There is so many voids, so many uh, empty areas, so much destruction that is creating that, that we have to bring the values, the human values that strengthen the feeling of the cup with the right things. And I think that uh, uh, sometimes, you know, can be uh, uh, in, in how we build our identities, sometimes can be in how we create in the level of uh, uh, geopolitics, local politics, reforms, how we do changes in our daily life, how do we bring consistency in the, in the values that we have and we move in, through this consistency in, in, in consistency in our personal life, in our daily life, in our business activity. But at the end of the day, I think that we need to come together and try to create cocktails of, uh, of do good, of, you know, bringing do, you know, good doers to put their content together in a cup that will make this world a full cup, not a half full or half empty, a full cup of freedom, of justice, of equality, of opportunities, diverse opportunities for diverse people to live together in peace, prosperity, and in a world that actually provides a setting for humans to thrive. This is Human Affairs. Uh, my name is Jorge Diner. I try to be a humble servant of global society. I do this through this podcast and most of the time through actions I'm doing. That's what keeps me busy. Uh, but I'll be back soon with our next podcast. And I wish everybody who is still watching the World Cup to keep enjoying the party. But remember, there are things behind. We should make sure we take care of to bring change to a sick world, to heal the world, so we live in a better place. Thank you and talk to you soon.